Hi, and welcome to the I Meet Hotel podcast with industry updates, expert guests, and musings on what the future of travel and hospitality might look like. Every week, we'll bring you a new topic we find interesting through our work in this business with your host, Kristen Lipinski. We also want to hear from you. If there's something you'd like us to talk about on one of our next episodes, email us at info at imeethotel.com or find us on LinkedIn at imeethotel. Hi, and welcome to I Meet Hotel, the podcast with your host, me, Christian Lipinski. Now I'm excited for this week's episode as we're discussing something a bit different than our usual programs. This week, we're going to be looking at millennials and Gen Z and their roles in hospitality. My guest this week is Crystal Buckler. She is a hospitality professional and researcher specializing in travel tech. Crystal, welcome to the show. How are you today? Hi, Kristen. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I'm, I'm happy, really happy to be in your show today and happy to share some thoughtful time with you today. Yeah, uh, perfect. I mean, I know we've been talking for a bit. You've joined our iMeet Hotel webinars and you always have some really thoughtful uh, and really good ideas. Uh, so a pleasure to have you on and I'm happy that we're able to make this happen. But I guess let's let's start with a little bit of background. Maybe you can tell us uh, a bit about your experience to date uh, in the hospitality industry and why you decided to focus on travel tech in particular. Yeah, for sure. So I would like to start uh, talking about how I ended up in the hospitality industry in the first place. Um, so back in uh, to, uh, 2010, I met someone who was studying hotel management. And this person was really happy because he was about to have his first internship in a hotel. And his smile made me think of the possibility of studying something that will make me happy every time as well. So yeah, this is how I, I think of hospitality uh, or, or I thought actually of hospitality as a place for creating delightful moments for others while I have a good time doing it. So I had the opportunity to do that between 2014 and 2018, working at hotels, mainly as a receptionist and concierge. And then I turned to travel tech um, in 2017, mm -hmm. thanks to an event um, that was held by Amadeus here in Buenos Aires. In that event, they were talking about the future traveler streets for 2030. Um, and yeah, that's when I decided to learn more about technology. Um, right now, besides the fact that I'm always learning about new technologies uh, in other fields as well, mm -hmm. um, I'm working as a freelancer and this allows me to work with different clients, uh, helping them to achieve their goals in sales uh, or partnerships. So this is what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. and, and what was it about uh, the travel tech that interests you? Was it about, uh, you know, building new technologies or was it like, you know, seeing all the different innovations that are coming out that kind of uh, put you on that level or what was it about the travel tech? Yeah, so um, when I started uh, to, to learn more about technology, it was when I was learning about Amadeus. Uh, they were talking about the traveler's behavior for 2030. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was amazed by that and I was especially interested in younger generations. Um, as a millennial, I was always fascinated by the fast and high quality service. So yeah, I was just curious about how technology was helping uh, guests, uh, travelers and employees as well to, to achieve that. Mm -hmm. 
And I think uh, this is kind of brings us to our, our main topics as you brought it up being a millennial uh, and we have the Gen Z going through the hospitality sector now. Um, and I think our, our way of working and our way of understanding the world around us is a lot different uh, than the previous generations. I mean, the hospitality sector is, is facing a wide ranging recruitment challenge at the moment. Um, and, you know, of course, uh, a lot of uh, people our age are the ones who are taking over. So what advice would you give to hotels, et cetera, looking to attract the right talent at the moment in such a volatile market? I mean, what do they need to know about millennials and Gen Z in order to build their teams for the long term? Awesome question. So I love this topic so much, actually. Um, and I think it's worth mentioning two things here. So the first one is, it's not about what you can get as a company, I mean, but actually what you can give to your potential talent. Um, and the second aspect is the importance of researching and asking. So let's put an example. Um, if you are building a product or service and you don't know who you are building the product for, how will you be able to attract them to buy your product or service, right? Yeah. So um, in marketing, for example, this is called buyer persona. Mm -hmm. Well, the same happens with talents. If you as a company don't know your potential talents, you won't be able to attract them, right? Yeah. At this point, um, then it's not a matter of posting a job position or on LinkedIn or somewhere else and just waiting for candidates to come to you. Mm -hmm. It's about leaving your comfort zone and going to the market to see what's going on and then learn how you can contribute to what's going on in the market, right? Um, and when it comes to Gen Z and millennials, we need to make a kind of talent persona as well, because we first must understand who they are, what they want, and how they behave. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, you can go for them. So, for example, uh, with Gen Z's, who they are, well, they are a generation between, uh, th th that is between um, 15 and 25 years old, and millennials are between uh, 25 and 35 years old. When it comes to what they want, uh, thinking of them in a workplace environment, we can say that Gen Z's give importance to salary because they are huge consumers. Um, they also ask for scheduling flexibility and the workplace culture is key for them as well. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to us as millennials, because I'm a millennial, yeah. um, we love uh, mission driving companies. This means that we want uh, to have a purpose and meaning in the company, right? Um, we need to understand the why behind what we are doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, we also highly value to have a coach instead of a boss and also a place to add value. This means that we will have the possibility to raise our hand, speak our minds. We will have the possibility to make suggestions on improvements and exchanging thoughts, you know, at a different level with the bosses. Mm -hmm. uh, from my place, uh, this is something I, I really appreciate. And yeah, when it comes to how they uh, behave, or we as millennials, um, in the case of Gen Z, for example, they look for jobs through uh, friends, schoolmates, and social media. And millennials use job search websites and job postings online. Um, from my from my place, for example, I use LinkedIn a lot. Actually, I never send a resume. Uh, I always make connections on LinkedIn, and this is how I end up with clients and, and jobs. Um, and yeah, I, I, I just mentioned here a few things, but they are really important to have in mind if you're looking for young talent. I think, you know, uh, I, I remember coming across your LinkedIn as well, and I, I, I definitely agree 100% with you. And, 
you know, you've done something very creative with your LinkedIn as well. I know you have like these short video clips instead of a, uh, a resume posted on it. And it tells a lot more about you because this is what people are, are looking for. I mean, I think the, the old paper resume, it's, it's great to have and you should have it updated. But um, these kinds of way to get attention in the market as well. Uh, I think you've done it really creatively. Um, you know, we, we touched on the topic of recruitment, uh, and I think let's, let's move the conversation on to professional development because this is, this is a big thing for me as well. Um, as I fall just about in that millennial, uh, range, uh, you know, once young people are employed in the sector, how can hotels retain the talent, but also nurture their professional development? Okay. So, um, I would like to mention, uh, something that Rocco said uh, during the recruit and retain event that, uh, he had with you a few months ago. So he made a really good point when he asked, why do we want to retain uh, the, the, to, to retain them in the first place, right? Um, and I resonate with that, you know, because first, as a millennial, um, I won't stay in a company. And, and this is something I mentioned in, in, the, in the chat uh, that day as well, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't stay in a company that much unless I have the place to add value as quickly and as much as I can, mm-hmm. right? Um, and regarding Gen Cs, they won't stick to a job position for that long, mainly because they are curious. And so they don't want to do the same thing their whole life. They mm-hmm. don't uh, they, they don't want to stick for a job uh, that much, right? So they will jump uh, from company to company just for the matter of learning and discovering new things. So it's kind of hard for me to respond you, <laughs> sure. to, to respond to this, this question about retaining because actually younger generations doesn't want uh, to, to belong to, to a company for that long. Right. Now, if you're a company and you really want to retain millennials because uh, let's say you're super engaged with how they work um, and, and how they add value to your company, then you have to make sure of two things or th- three things, actually. The first one is that you must be a leader and not a boss. This means that you don't treat your employees as such, but as collaborators instead. So you listen to them, you give them appropriate feedback. Because as I mentioned before, um, having leaders um, and and not bosses is something really critical for millennials. Mm -hmm. Um, The second point is you provide them a place to develop themselves and add value, right? So this means you will allow them to learn new things and eventually they will grow. Um, And and something I would like to mention here is that um, it's well known that in the hospitality industry, we tend to work for, I don't know, between uh, 10 and 15 years that just to get a specific position. For example, if you want to be a general manager in a hotel, you have to spend like your whole life working at different sectors in a hotel. Uh, some people in Argentina actually spend their whole life working just in the front desk, mm-hmm. you know, just to be uh, the general manager. And I think that's crazy. You know, sure. my, my honest opinion in a millennial, um, we as human beings, we, we, we have a lot of potential. We, we have, uh, we, we are very creative, right? So I, I don't think uh, it's necessary to spend uh, so much years working on something just to get something else. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, we will talk then about um, uh, mentoring and leadership, but yeah, I think it's, it's critical to provide uh, your employees or collaborators um, the place to actually grow. And yeah, uh, the third aspect is paying what they are worth mm-hmm. um, because we still see companies paying low salaries for high positions 
Um, and sometimes when you are just getting a story in hospitality, you uh, wear different hats, let's say. And yeah, that's something that we must change if we want quality people, uh, especially younger talent will leave your company for another one that pays them more. Um, so yeah, I think this, this is critical as well. Yeah. And I have to agree with you and especially about, uh, you know, the, the one job life, um, you know, my, my grandparents did it, my parents did it, you know, they had uh, one road and they started at the bottom. They worked their way to the top and worked at that one job because that was the way of the world. Then, I mean, our world has gotten a lot smaller, uh, and the yeah. technologies got us a lot closer to more and more people. Uh, from around the world. I know here uh, at I Need Hotel and Bidroom, we have people that, you know, just, you know, five years ago, it wouldn't be possible to hire them. But we got people working from Marrakesh and, and from Istanbul, and they're all working for the same company that were based out of Poland here. Um, but now they have the opportunity to work for uh, companies like Bidroom and, be, and, and live in Istanbul. Uh, and so you're right. I think the idea of, you know, walking down the block, working at the factory nine to five. So one day you'll be the boss uh, and that's your life. I think that way uh, uh, the world is over. So you're, you're absolutely right, especially with the millennials, Gen Z. This is the way we grew up. This is the way we saw the world uh, and being able to have those different opportunities. I mean, I'm from you know Detroit, Michigan, and I'm working here in Krakow, Poland. So you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right that, that um, you, know, uh, you know, job seekers um, and employers need to kind of take that into balance because of that way of life and how small the world's gotten. Yeah, yeah, so true, so true. So um, you previously asked me about the mentoring and leadership programs, and I believe that we as millennials uh, highly value these types uh, of programs, you know, especially because, um, once again, we have the possibility to grow, you know, do different things, uh, learn, more, more importantly, uh, learn. And, and eventually, you know, to, to become a high uh, value or, or, yeah, I think high value professionals is, is the, the right expression here. So um, from my company's perspective, uh, I could mention that the main benefit of providing such programs uh, to your employees is that uh, you will assure high quality talent someone really motivated and eager to add value. And I always mention adding value because yeah. I think it's, it's really, really important. And um, for, for you as company, of course, this means that you will have a low employee turn rate, you know, mm -hmm. because you won't have to hire no one else um, in that position because you will have someone really, really motivated. Sure. And from the talent's perspective, um, a, a mentoring or leadership program means that they will have the chance to actually grow as we were talking about. Mm -hmm. And eventually this will make them happier, uh, more productive and will motivate them as well. So yeah, I, I truly believe that mentoring and leadership program is, is something that actually works. And I'm super happy to see that companies like Otolo are working um, on, on, on the things. Yeah, oh yeah, we, uh, we've worked with uh, James Lemon over there at Otolo and to see yeah. their mentoring programs and the things that they're offering. Um, you know, you're right. You know, our, our, our time is more valuable to us uh, than a paycheck. Uh, and that's for sure. Yeah. You know, so if we can find a place that, you know, even may not the paycheck may not be as good, but it gives us the opportunity or that path forward uh, to grow within that company. 
me myself, I would take the the lowing pay opportunity that has a pathway for me to one day uh, yeah. develop and grow <laughs> even more professional than what I'm doing. So 100%, I agree with you on that, and I think there's there's a lot in there. Uh, and as you mentioned, Otello, uh, you know, I recommend any of our listeners go check them out as well. Uh, they are not a paid sponsor, FYI, but uh, I love the stuff that they're doing <laughs> over there. So uh, they do a lot of mentoring. Uh, I, I think we should uh, shift a little gears because, again, you know, you have a, a background in uh, hotel technology. Uh, and when I say hotel technology, it seems like, you know, people are still working on these old school legacy systems uh, in the buildings. Yeah. I mean, hotels have been through a period of flux, but even before the pandemic, they were lagging behind in other sectors in terms of tech o- uh, adoption, uh, in your opinion, what do hotels need to prioritize uh, in order to future-proof their operations and their brands? Amazing question. So I think um, there are two things they have to take into consideration. Um, the first one is people. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about talent uh, previously, um, I mentioned that in order to attract and retain them, it's key to know who they are and how they behave, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because if the companies don't know them, they won't be able to attract them. So the same happens with hotels and technology, this endless relationship. Yeah. Um, if the hotelier doesn't know their guests, um, the, the, the potential ones, I mean, um, how will they know which technology to use mm-hmm. in the first place, right? So um, as it happens with talent, hoteliers must know their audience, how those behave, what they want what they need, what are the pain points, uh, because only then they will be able to choose the right tool to provide their service. Mm -hmm. So this is the first point. And the second one, timing. Uh, Timing is critical as well. Uh, From my perspective, it's important to understand how the market behaves, what are the current trends, uh, not only in your country, but also the continent and and the the whole industry, um, and how they, uh, I mean, how the hotels can adapt to those things as well. Mm -hmm. Because if they are too late on something, as uh, sometimes happen, they won't make it, right? And eventually they will lose the chance to capture new markets. Mm -hmm. So yeah, people and timing are key when future-proofing their operations and brands, from my perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people, uh, uh, no, I totally agree. I think that the, the one thing that won't become obsolete is uh, uh, people uh, and our desire uh, to bring hospitality. I mean, you know, keeping, keeping on the tech theme, though, uh, how do you see tech's, you know, growing role in hospitality? Um, you know, do you think that humans, uh, I don't think so, but do you think we're going to be extinct uh, in hospitality? And which, which innovations or solutions would you single out as examples of how the, you know, the sector can boost productivity, improve, you know, the all important guest experience. Great. So, uh, well, right now we, we, we have more than 5,000 companies in the sector, uh, which means that we are using technology a lot for different reasons at different levels and with different objectives. About your question, if we are going to um, disappear, like if the human factor will disappear from hospitality, I don't think so as well. Um, I, I do see technology as a tool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's an aggregator. It's not something that would replace humans because mm-hmm. a hospitality will be always about people, right? Sure. So yeah, I see technology more as a tool uh, to boost productivity, to help humans to um, to, tar- uh, to to do a specific task mm-hmm. and you know reach their goals 
faster, right? Sure. Um, so when it comes to innovations uh, to boost productivity at the hotel, for example, I mentioned the importance of using tech at the front desk um, to help humans with specific tasks such as check-in, payments, and so, right? So um, as a millennial, uh, I prefer to check in online. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, um, I do prefer have a digital key and pay with my phone only one instead of going to the reception for those simple things. Because the, the, the experience when you don't use technology is really frustrating from a guest perspective. Um, and we still see hotels today using spreadsheets, manual keys, endless check-ins and check-outs. And this um, makes the guest experience really, really frustrating, yeah. as they say. And the hotel loses time and money while doing the thing. So, the use of chatbots, for example, as we are seeing this year, uh, virtual assistants, holograms, I'm talking like uh, something really um, uh, something really impossible at this point because most of hotels in most countries doesn't use them, but some hotels in some countries are using it. And, uh, you know, if you use this and, and put the appropriate software in place, uh, this can cut the need of having someone 24-7 at the hotel working long shifts with low salaries because this is this is the problem we are seeing right now and i do believe technology can help uh to to overcome the challenges sure and i i agree with you 100 percent. i mean that's you know the technology should go hand in hand uh and be able to provide the the personal experience uh, crystal i think we can go on for hours and hours about this uh but i know your time is valuable and i really appreciate you uh joining me on the podcast i think on season three when we're doing it we'll do a follow-up and see where you're at uh, but if people are interested in learning more about you uh, or the things that you're doing uh, where they where can they find you uh they can find me on linkedin um, I'm always connected there and yeah, I'm super happy to, to network and connect with, with all the professionals in the industry. Crystal, thank you so much for your time today. It's been brilliant to have you on. Thank you. Thank you so much, Christian. And hopefully uh, we will see more and more things happening in the industry. Thanks. Thanks once again. Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you. So watch this space. Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I Meet Hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at imeethotel.com. So today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality. The I Meet Hotel podcast is a production from I Meet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit bidroom.com to learn more.